Welcome to Insights to Strength. I'm your host, Jay Love, and this podcast was curated to remind you that you are not your circumstance. Join me as I encourage you through the Word of God, help you to identify your strengths, and vocally walk alongside you in purpose. Hey everybody and welcome back to Insights to Strength. I'm excited for this series that we are embarking upon as it is our first one and it's entitled What's in Your Hands? This week the subtitle for this is Joseph the Servant. We'll be utilizing his story deriving from the books of Genesis 37 through 39 but specifically our text today will come from thirty-nine, chapter 39 verses 1 through 9. All right, so let's go ahead and dive in. So a servant is a person who performs duties for others, employed in the service of a government, and a devoted and helpful follower or supporter. As we begin to read scripture, it states in Genesis 39, 1 through 9, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him overseer over his house, and all that he had he put into his hand. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he had left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not aught he had, save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well-favored. And it came to pass, after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph and she said lie with me but he refused and said unto his master's wife behold my master wotteth not what is with me in the house and he hath committed all that he hath to my hand there is none greater in this house than I neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee because thou art his wife How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So allow me to add a little bit of background here and from the previous chapters of 37 and 38 and what brought us here to chapter 39. Joseph's brothers were jealous of him because he was his father's favorite. And once they realized this, they had began to taunt him already actually were doing so but they were taunting him and would even scoff when he was in their present presence or approaching them saying things like look here come this dreamer and they hated him for him sharing his dreams um with them and i find that funny because all joseph would do would be to share his dreams there were two dreams he shared with them and they were the individuals interpreting the dreams that he only shared so god gave them revelation and they got mad and they even planned to kill him 
Reuben, his eldest brother, who I considered to be an influencer and who was during that time considered to be the decision maker of the family, he could have decided decided against all that was being done to Joseph and the others would have just fallen suit because again, he was the decision maker. Although he decided against them killing him, it was still his idea to put him in a pit. And after they had done that, they even sold him. They they sold him <laughs> to the Midianites. And because during that time, slave trading was still common in Egypt, all of that was fine and dandy. So Joseph disappears for an entire chapter and now returns to us in uh, chapter 39. And he's now with Potiphar. Now, the Lord was with Joseph, the scripture states. And he was a prosperous man and he lived in the house with his master. His master saw that the Lord was with him and the Lord made all Joseph did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found grace and he found favor during this time. He was made overseer over Potiphar's house and all that he mastered was put into his hand. Joseph, he didn't practice several things and just leave it. Everything he touched represented mastery. So what that means is that he spent some time understanding what it was he was doing and went further to understand how he could apply what he knew into different scenarios. His job while with his father and his brothers was to feed the flocks. And this was an investment of time. So when I began to research a bit to understand this process, I was shown the extent of his character. While in Potiphar's house, Joseph was honest, he was loyal, obedient, he served, and he had integrity. But his brothers, they didn't see these things. His dad saw him as a babysitter to his brothers because he had him bring in reports about what his brothers uh, were doing while they were out in the field and knowing that Joseph was the favorite to their father only added more malice to his sibling, his sibling rivalry that they had against him. Joseph was sent by his father to check on them, not even knowing uh, that they were plotting against him while in Dothan, but he was only doing what was asked of him. Joseph was a great man, and his brothers, I believe, knew this before Joseph had known it about himself. He was bullied and endured jealousy by his siblings in the prior chapters, and his father didn't necessarily take up for him. But the scripture states that his father did take note of the dreams he had shared. Joseph didn't speak up for himself until chapter 39, verse 9, and it is my belief that Joseph understood at that time who he was because he told Potiphar's wife when she propositioned him that there is no one greater in this house than I. Neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against him? The wickedness he was referring to was, uh, was sleeping with his wife because again, she propositioned him. With this, this gave me an understanding that he was committed to the work and the things that he had to do in the house. And not only that, he didn't want to sin against God. That was the big thing. So again, this was a, um, a testament to 
his honesty and his loyal, his obedience, his servitude, and altogether his integrity. I want to bring to you all's attention that this is what servitude is. It's work. And God placed in each of us a thing to do for him. And while he has done us this grand gesture of giving us gifts and talents, it is still up to us to put forth the effort. And what he gives us isn't for us alone. Joseph, before being captive, he worked with his brothers, tending tending to and feeding the flocks. This taught him discipline, routines, patience, and I would even say strategy. Feeding a flock spiritually is much the same. It's studying, it's prayer, knowing who you serve, anticipating the needs of the people, balance, emotional, financial, and it's so much more. But his brothers couldn't see those qualities in him. He was only a favorite. And let me put this um, little nugget in there or kind of a really just a small nudge or reminder that your flock isn't only assigned to a church, but your flock are those on your job or your children, the friendships that you have, your co-work. Your flock is a multitude of people and these are inclusive of people you haven't even met yet. Okay. So let's go ahead and continue on. His brothers seen him only to be a favorite. But in your hands, it's I want you to again be reminded that you it's it's servitude. This is work. And no matter what capacity that you're in, commit to service as unto God so that when you feel your tank running empty, you can lean on the Father and not in your own strength. Recognize who you are in God. Recognize all of what he has equipped you with in order to do the work. You, like Joseph, are much more than what people see. Be a student of your craft so that you can extend your services no matter where you are. All that God has given and what Potiphar committed into Joseph's hands that was done in excellence. Remember that the Lord is with you. And lastly, people will be blessed through you, even in what could be considered an unfavorable circumstance or circumstances. So today, it's my prayer that this series will be a blessing to you all. Thanks for rocking out with me. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Insights to Strength. On Mondays, we share inspirational moments that can be pondered on through the week, throughout the week. These are a combination of memes, quotes, and scriptures. And then don't forget to submit your strength stories by Saturday. Every week, we choose a submitted story to share with our Instagram family. These are stories of inspiration of something that you have overcome or believe that you will conquer. We, hear, we are here to encourage it all. Okay. As always, keep praying, keep pressing, and stand tall. I look forward to part two of this next week.